possibly one of the most common questions out there that I get from actors is, how do I stay in touch with an agent, a manager, a casting director without turning them off? Or let's see, let's put it another way. I don't want to be obnoxious. And I am afraid that I'm going to turn that agent or that casting director off. How do I network the right way? Now, to be sure, every actor wants to be thought of in great terms with industry folks. There's no question. But sometimes it's really hard to figure out the best way to do it. We will answer this question and offer up some helpful insights into those pesky networking conundrums. <laughs> On this episode of Casting Actors Cast, the podcast for actors from a casting director. <laughs> Welcome to Casting Actors Cast, the podcast and video for actors. Each week, we provide practical, useful information to advance your craft and your career in the business of show. And now, here's your host, casting director Jeffrey Dreisbach. Well, hello. And welcome to today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm casting director Jeffrey Dreisbach with McCorkle Casting in New York. How are you? I hope you're having a good day. I'm having a really good day today, and I'm excited to share this information with you about best networking practices. Because, you know, that's something, like I said in the intro, that's something I get a lot. And we're going to really tackle some of these issues so that by the end of this podcast, you're going to feel so much better about what to do next and what to do, period, when it comes to networking with industry folks. But first, as you know, this is that moment of the podcast where I get to say thank you for joining us for Casting Actors Cast. If you're new joining us, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here and trying us out. We've been doing this for, gosh, three years or so now, and it's all about trying to get you to feel more comfortable and more confident in your acting career. For those of you who are longtime listeners, welcome back. So good that you are here. Listen, by the way, if you haven't checked out the website yet, I encourage you to do so. It's castingactorscast, all on word, dot com. And there you're going to find a form right on the landing page that says dive into the talent pool. If you do that, that's going to open up a menu and give you some free stuff. All I get is your name and email address. By the way, I don't do anything with that. I might occasionally send out a, a promotional uh podcast announcement, something like that, but I don't spam you in any way. But it does open up some freebies for you that you are welcome to. One is a book that I wrote on doing voiceover work called Conversation Pieces Out of the Studio, the voiceover workshop for professional actors. It's a 100-page downloadable PDF. Um, you could buy it on Amazon, or you can get it for free by just simply filling out the form. The other is a video. It's a 20-minute private video exclusive only to those folks who fill out the form called Casting Secrets, What They Don't Tell You. <laughs> but in this 20-minute video, I'm going to tell you what they don't tell you. <laughs> and you're going to have a good time with that, I'm sure. I've heard back from so many people who are really enjoying um, not only the podcast, which I'm so grateful for, of course, but also the freebies have been really helpful to a lot of folks. I, you know, what can I say? I just appreciate so much those of you who have chosen to give me a review, to give me a like, to share this with others. 
Also, I get all kinds of emails every day from folks who said, you know what? I listened to this podcast. I tried some of the stuff out that you suggested, and things are going really well for me right now. So you know what? That just, I don't know. What can I tell you? That floats my boat. <laughs> A quick shout out to my friends at Actors Connection. This is an online training program with industry professionals. We're talking agents and casting directors and managers, uh, professional actors, um, all kinds of professionals who are currently working in the industry. So all you need to do is check out actorsconnection.com slash New York to see the classes that are available. Also, on occasion, I'm there. So you can check out some of my classes, and it would really be cool for me to be able to meet you. So think about that. That would be kind of cool. Oh, also, I just want to do a quick shout out also to a, a new training facility, uh, Norwalk Conservatory of the Arts is doing a special summer program, which is leading up to a grand opening in the fall for professional training taking place in Norwalk, Connecticut. Um, you have to check them out. Norwalk Conservatory of the Arts. I've been asked and invited to do some teaching there, which I'm looking forward to. So I think if you really want to immerse yourself in some professional training, this is something that I encourage you to take a look at. All right, let's get into the subject at hand, shall we? The 10 best practices for staying in touch with industry professionals. So this is the question I get all the time. I don't want to be obnoxious. Sometimes I, I try to make a call and it seems like I'm interrupting them and then they get mad at me and it just becomes this sort of inner debate, but then it kind of it exorcises itself in such unusual ways sometimes. So I thought I would put together some of the best tips that I know for you to follow, to really give yourself a structure that you can follow that's going to help you very, very much. So here are some 10 best practices. Number one, ask. <laughs> what do you need to ask? Ask directly to the person that you're just meeting. What is the best way that I can stay in touch with you? That's it. Find out and then listen to the answer. And guess what? Do that. If they say, well, I prefer email, here's my email address, I prefer that you don't call, I would rather have you stay in touch with my social media account. So once you figure that out, follow that instruction. Every casting person, every agent, everybody in the industry has a different method of communication. That's all you have to do is simply follow their advice and their request. Number two, be strategic in planning your marketing outreach strategy. Now, that could include a social media. You might decide that emails are going to be the preferred method. You might even just decide snail mail, putting a postcard in when you're doing something. Um, you may think that there are some people who don't like calls. Maybe there are a few who say, you know, listen, give me a call sometime. Whatever that information is, but it's important that you plan the strategy for maintaining contact. That means it doesn't just happen when you think of it. It should be thought out and strategically planned out just so that you're not overwhelming these industry folks with your constant barrage of information. It's really a matter of, gosh, I'm in a show now or something's happening now, and this might be a good opportunity for me to reach out. So just simply have a strategy in place. Now, when you make those kinds of connections, 
Here's the suggestion I'm going to make to you. You need to always be positive. I know you think that you are sometimes and maybe you are. I don't know. But you know what? I've received a lot of these um, correspondence. I get them through the, the podcast. I get them through my own working email at McCorkle Casting. You know, I get them all kinds of different ways. And I can tell you that when I get somebody who's upbeat um, and positive and grateful, you know what? The truth is no one wants a downer. <laughs> no one wants a sort of an angry or insensitive correspondence. It just doesn't really make me want to help you or to feel like I owe you something. You know, you don't want any of that kind of psychology involved. Just being a professional, being upbeat, being positive is always, always a great default setting for yourself. Number four, remember that it is a business. Uh, you know, when you make things personal, honestly, I'll be frank with you, it's a turnoff. As much as I know you have a full life, I don't need to know all the details of your personal life. Just as I don't choose to share my personal life with you, then maybe rarely on the podcast, maybe I will. But you understand my point. Keeping it professional is the best way to approach anybody that you're going to be maintaining or networking with. Number five, be respectful of others' time and attention. Get to the point. What I mean by that, when there is like some information that you want to share, like you're in a show or you are in a new class, you know, there's a reason for you to maintain or touch base with somebody. That's great. Get to the point. They, everyone assumes that if you're contacting a casting director, that is because you want to remind them that you are still there and you might still be looking for a job. We get it. So that's why getting to the point, just touching base, sometimes is just enough. It's enough just to keep you in our consciousness. But we are always kind of overwhelmed to some degree. Now, number six, have a database and always use it as an ever-evolving resource. Your organizational skills are critically important as far as when you are going to be doing outreach, when you're going to be using network, and keeping it all together in one place is just a good, smart way to keep track. Uh, whether it's a, a you know an Excel spreadsheet or a Google Doc, who did I talk to? When did I talk to? What did I talk to them about? Really being very professional with your correspondence. And when you reach out to these folks, you're going to find it to be so helpful because it'll keep you from overdoing it, but it'll also keep you ever mindful of maintaining some kind of contact with those professionals. Number seven, I'd like you to think about being creative with your outreach, but you know what? Not too forced. Does that make sense? Um, some kind of overly clever or over the top or, you know, sending a joke, you know, sending a cartoon. To some, I'm not sure that really is helpful. I don't think it should be a forced issue. But if you can be creative, if you can bring up sort of something that you have shared personally with that other person, like, 
gosh, you know what? I do you remember. Hopefully, you remember having me in your class, and I just want to let you know that it was still a great class. I'm still getting a lot out of it because I'm using what you've told me in my auditions. You know, that's kind of smart. That's kind of a good way, in my opinion, to just keep us ever mindful of not only who you are, but that perhaps we've been able to help you in some way. That's positive. That's forward thinking and forward movement that I encourage everyone to consider. Now, let me just say this, number eight, if you question whether or not you are being too pushy, you never are. <laughs> the fact that everyone sort of thinks, oh my gosh, I'm so afraid that I'm going to say something that's going to be inappropriate or that it's going to be a turnoff. You know, those are the people who almost always never do anything that's going to be uh, obnoxious or pushy or a turnoff. I promise you. It's when those people who don't ask whether they're being pushy are oftentimes really obnoxious. <laughs> so just the fact that you have a conscience about it, just the fact that you are sensitive to that is probably enough to warrant your good taste and judgment going forward. Number nine, my suggestion is that as you start developing your contacts and your networking, you need to start small. Be deliberate. Don't think that every little thing you say is getting scrutinized so seriously. Reaching out, saying, hey, I just want to let you know, dot, 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 fill in the blank. Whenever I get that from an actor, it just always goes, oh, that's great. Oh, yes, I remember them. And then you move on. It's really, really simple. So starting small means not only in terms of the numbers that you contact, but the frequency in which you contact those folks. Start small. Number 10, remind your network how you met. Being connected and maintaining the reason why you're writing, because there is some additional connection, that's really helpful. In any correspondence, whether it be social media or an email, reminding how we met, some sort of connective piece of information is so helpful just because it keys us into who you are and because as a casting director, we deal with literally hundreds and hundreds of people a day sometimes, um, whether it's because of EPAs or self-submitted videos or whatever it is. It's really important that you just give us an additional reminder and not like hopefully you remember me from a class we had three years ago. Mm, not so much. <laughs> but if it is something that happened recently, if it's a project that you came in for through our office and you just wanted to, I came in for your pro this project and really had a wonderful time and, and I'd love to be considered for blah, dot, 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 fill in the blank. The worst kind of correspondence that I get are the ones in which say to me, please keep me in mind for whatever you have. That's not helpful to me. <laughs> What is helpful to me is if you are specific with who you are and specific with what your immediate request or need might be and doing it in a fun, positive, upbeat way, you can't go wrong. So now let's take it to the next, next part of this uh, podcast, and that is reminders that I'd like to give you when you do network. Okay, so these are just reminders. There are 10 reminders to keep in mind as you step forward and start doing your networking. Number one, just remember that everyone wants to be well thought of. 
Everybody needs to feel good about themselves. Everyone loves to know that there are people out there that are being supportive of you and you are being supportive of them. So please keep that in mind when a correspondence is formulating in your head. Number two, everyone in the industry is absolutely overworked and stressed, period. Everyone. Being aware of that, recognizing that, however creative you want to be, just knowing that not everybody has the same kind of time and attention to give you. And there's no question you deserve time and attention, but it just might not come in the way that you are hoping. So just keeping in mind that you know that everyone is overworked, everyone is on some degree of stress now. So please just be aware of that. I think that's going to help filter some of the choices you might be making when you decide to network with a professional. Number three, I think professional directness is always the best default setting. Being professionally direct to the point, not being harsh, being kind about it, but being direct in a way that we don't have to sort of interpret what you're saying by the way you are saying it. Just simply share what the thought is and thank me and move on. It's really that simple. I think professional directness is sometimes really thought of as being harsh when it is being mindful of our time. As a casting director, I'm always appreciative of, uh, thank you for taking the time for this. Let me just say what the situation is. Here's the situation. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, you know what? There's nothing wrong with that at all. In fact, I have really good positive feelings from someone when they understand um, that they have something that they would like to share. They share it and then they move on and they allow me to move on as well. All right. Number four on these mindful things. Um, humor, although it is very subjective, I would consider humor is a commodity. And when you use it correctly, it's always welcome. Having a sense of humor about yourself, having a sense of humor about the situation, kind of lightening the stress levels of all of us when you can provide sort of a lighthearted view of things. You know what? There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I find that to be very, very helpful. So keep in mind that not to overly force trying to be funny if you're not naturally a funny person. But when you use humor in a good way, I promise you, it always opens up more doors than it closes. I promise. Number five, please embrace this concept. Networking takes time. Relationships do not get developed immediately. Somebody doesn't see you in an audition, fall in love with you, and then try to make you a star. It just doesn't work that way. Networking is one of those things that people stress out a lot about, but really shouldn't because it's part and parcel of what the requirement of being an actor is all about. But the thing I think that gets forgotten is that networking simply takes time. I might not think of an actor to bring in for a project two weeks, two months, two years later. So having expectations about this being something that's very quick and um, easy just doesn't make any sense. So that's a reality that I hope that you can embrace. It takes time. 
And also number six, longevity and persistence are the prime ingredients for successful networking. You need to feel as if you are part of the industry that you are networking in. And so being consistent, being persistent without being obnoxious, just understand the ingredients of networking are just something that you need to adopt on a regular basis as a regular way that you are going to maintain contact with people who can help you. Number seven, multiple strategies have a greater likelihood of success than not. What do I mean by multiple strategies? Um, perhaps a, a quick email followed by a social media contact. Maybe there is a, an in-person meeting in which you do a follow-up of that in-person meeting. Just wanted to thank you for the great meeting. Those are the kinds of just professional etiquette things. Those little tiny acknowledgements can really help uh, your feeling and our understanding of who you are as a professional. So just make sure that you can strategize the way in which you do that, but not in a calculating way, just in a, gosh, how would I like to receive a contact? If you ask yourself that, you're going to find the answer in how to reach out to others. Number eight, please do this for me. And don't dwell on each and every connection that you make. It's such, gosh, a lot of energy is is wasted in my view when so much focus and attention on each and every thing that you do as far as connecting to somebody in the industry is concerned if you dwell on that and spend a lot of time in your head on that it's just going to be exhausting and it's going to be a waste of energy it's just tell yourself that you're going to keep moving forward once you make a commitment to a connection then you move on to the next connection. You move on to the next best thing for you. Keep moving forward. Number nine, keep the purpose of making connections top of mind. Why are you reaching out to this person? Having a specific reason to connect with somebody is the best way that you can filter the best way to approach. I hope that makes sense. So keeping the purpose of making connections, why are you contacting this person in mind, is the best way to, I think, approach your reaching out and staying connected and networking with those professionals. Finally, number 10, I suggest that you just simply remember to be a good listener. Be really genuine in your responses. Don't overthink this. Um, it really is a matter that you are the talent. I couldn't do my job as a casting director without you. You couldn't get your successful career going without the casting director. So it's a mutual respect. It's a mutual understanding. And if you're a good listener in every exchange you have with an instructor that is a casting director or your agent or a manager or somebody in the industry who's in a position to might be able to help you, being a good listener is by far the very best default setting you can have for yourself. Let's kind of wrap this up, right? The very best networking techniques should not be part of a calculated routine to win someone over, right? 
Rather, it's a way to seek genuine connection with somebody whom you can find mutual benefit as you perfect your methods of keeping in touch. Remind yourself that the industry always gets smaller and smaller the more you are in it, and that as your talent grows, so will your network. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach. And this is Casting Actors Cast. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining Casting Actors Cast. Please don't forget to review, like, and share Casting Actors Cast wherever you get your patios, podcast videos. Thanks. I'm Megan Grace Martinez.